Hi everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. I'm now into season two of this podcast, and this is episode number 17. My name is Chuck, and in this episode we'll be talking about uh, step number four. And the title of this episode is Step Four, An Honest Look at Myself, Part Two. Just as a reminder, I try to associate a gift from God with, uh, I know God gives us a gift of these steps and, uh, and a gift, a special gift with each step. And the gift, no surprise, for this step, I've associated the gift of honesty. Now, my version of this step is, I made a searching and fearless moral inventory of myself. Now, as I said in the description of this episode, I'm going to just skip around a little bit in the steps and use different uh, phrases and not just go the way it sounds. And so today I want to talk about the word moral. It says I made a moral inventory of myself. So a moral inventory is kind of different than <laughs> I'm not counting how many how much money I have in the bank. I'm not counting how many girlfriends I or whatever I have. I'm not counting the things that I have in my house that are worth money. No, that's not the kind of inventory this is. This is a moral inventory. And by moral, I mean the, a basic spiritual idea of what I have. And what I've learned is uh, what's acceptable and not acceptable to my spirit. Now, I realize that for those of you listening, a lot of the time you're not going to see the same things that are acceptable or unacceptable as I do. This, we're into kind of a gray area here. But for the most part, something that is morally right is going to be fairly universal. I mean, such as the things that, uh, let's say, some of the commandments, I must not uh, kill somebody or uh, not steal from another person. And moral, to me, kind of means the overall big picture of my actions. It doesn't mean I went into a convenience store and stole a package of cigarettes. It doesn't mean that I had, say, sex with somebody only for my pleasure and not thinking about them and their needs at all. It doesn't even mean that I uh, punched somebody in the nose and uh, that was that. No, it means more to me about the overall uh, feelings and needs and desires that I had behind doing all of those things. For instance, maybe I stole cigarettes in the store, but the real moral issue was that I didn't care about that other person that I was taking something from. Or, if I wanted to go deeper, and I, I let me say something too, I, I'm kind of up in the air about 
how deep we want to go into these things or, or psychologically why I did this thing wrong, why I did that thing wrong. It might be important and it might work for you to do it that way. I mean, psychologically, maybe I stole those cigarettes because uh, I expected maybe to get punished or feel bad about myself. And feeling bad about myself is the kind of state of being that I felt comfortable in. But basically, a moral uh, inventory is kind of the big picture of the way I have run my life in the past. And it certainly doesn't mean all of the things that I've done that were unacceptable. Uh, most of us, and I'm sure you are one of those, have a set of morals that are important to us. Like, let's say, for instance, in my moral inventory, I said, well, I really helped this particular person and I did it not for my own benefit but because I really felt like I wanted to help them. Maybe for some reason I had money and I wanted to give them some money to help them not because I wanted them to think what a great guy I was. Maybe I did it anonymously and that's going to be on the plus side of my moral inventory and we all have. I, I, I really would like you to make sure that you Look hard at your your behaviors and find those things also that they may not, in my case, they didn't offset the morals that were unacceptable, but they were kind of a little bit of a cushion. We all have those things that we, that we uh, feel good about ourselves. Maybe they're few and far between, but they are there. And so I hope that you look for those too in this inventory. So again, I really don't want to have a whole list of things. And, and don't forget, it's important, I think really important, to write these things down as you're thinking about them. And, and maybe you might, you know, don't forget, we have the first three steps that is a basis and and believe me, I, I if you haven't done the first three steps, if you haven't really absorbed them into your life and your spirit, this fourth step is going to be even harder because by doing the three steps, by living those three steps, I have discovered a strength in me, a spirit in me, and a power greater than me that I'm able to say, here, you help me with this. You take this and, and help me get through this. And God will. So it's important to write this stuff down because eventually I'm going to be talking to somebody else about it in uh, my fifth step but it's not a laundry list it's not that I did this wrong on Thursday of 2000 and I did this wrong on that Tuesday of uh, 2019 and that's not what it is it's not even I punched somebody in the nose on this time or, or I maybe I cursed somebody out on this particular day and really made them feel bad or uh, 
No, it's it's not the individual actions that we do. And not only is that not that I think the way to do it, it's also going to be pretty uh, tough on whoever we decide to do the fifth step with because it's kind of like a laundry list of, of lousy stuff. And, and who wants to sit and listen to that? What this person that's going to be doing the fifth step with you is is therefore is as a sounding board but hopefully you're going to pick somebody who says well you know maybe how do you feel about that what have you thought about what you you're going to do differently uh, in, in that situation the next time so you can see this fourth step i hope as kind of a character building uh thing it's it's it, a lot of people think, well, I, I get a clean slate this way and uh, I can be forgiven or forgive myself. Please, please remember, when you have accepted God, when you have accepted that you're going to let your spirit guide your life, when you have honestly said yes to God, you are forgiven for anything that you might have done. You're starting a clean slate. You don't need this fourth step to do it. What the fourth step is doing is giving you a basis for continuing your life, for continuing to listen to your spirit, and trying to use this as kind of a gauge as you move on. So as I've said before, I've done a a few fourth steps, uh, a lot of them, or all of them except for one, when I was kind of dubbing around with this program. And I, I said before, even dubbing around with the program and not really uh, treating it as the spiritual support that it is, it will help me in my life. And it did help me. It helped me stop drinking for a while. It helped me to gain some social skills uh, by going to some meetings and talking to people, which I never really wanted to do. But the last time I did the fourth step was when I had really decided to take the bull by the horns and surrender, and surrender to God in the first three steps. And when I did this fourth step, it was completely different. It was, again, not a laundry list, but more of... And, and let me explain to you how I kind of discern my moral inventory and what is moral in a positive way and what's moral in a negative way. I found that a lot of it had to do with the second great commandment. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So I did this inventory, and it's probably, probably about oh, uh, many, many years ago. And we are only required, it says to do it once. Because in the 10th step, we continue to take personal inventory. And that's as, we, as I'm, I'm trying to live according to my spirit, I'm trying to look back at the end of every day, that's the way I do it, and say, hey, was I able to, how well did I do in trying to follow what my spirit would have me do in this day? But I think for now, if 
like me, you look back on your life and you see how all of those instances that you experienced, how they stood up to uh, treating your neighbor as you would like yourself to be treated. And that made a big difference to me. And I was able to see sometimes I treated my neighbor great uh, and tried to help them. And that was a good thing. You have, you have those good things, whether you realize it at this point or not. And, but a lot of the times I acted selfishly, egoistically, and only was interested in what I could do for myself and how I could benefit or look good or whatever. So that's pretty much all I have to say about this point at this point. Um, and the next time we'll be talking again about the fourth step and talking about the words searching and fearless. Searching and fearless were not words that I would have applied to looking at myself before this spiritual program entered my life. And it's, it's a wonderful opportunity to take a look at ourselves and see who we really are and what our potential is. That's all for now. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.